this wouldn't be the first time where I've been like, this is like really good writing, but I do not like the person who was talking to me. Like, mm-hmm. I had the same problem with 1984. Welcome back to another episode of Sterling Municipal Library's podcast, All Booked, where we talk to you about books we'd like to recommend. And this particular book that we are talking about today is a very interesting one. So Ash is joining the show to talk about House of Leaves. And before I ask them about their opinion of the book, I have to say that this book has been like Moby Dick to me, basically. I've started it multiple times and never been able to finish it. (laughs) And every time I walk past it on the shelf, I own a copy. I look at it and realize that I'm going to conquer it one day. Is it the standoff? Like, do you hear the good, the bad, and the ugly playing in the background? Yeah, basically. (laughs) So how about you tell us about your experience with this? Well, I'm not done with it yet either. I just needed to talk about it because I kind of get this feeling that I may also never (laughs) conquer it. (laughs) Like, You don't really get it until you actually open the book and see for yourself like, oh, this book is for crazy people. If you could use either one word or one sentence to describe the book, what would you pick? Especially for people who may have never heard about House of Leaves, because it is a little infamous, but some people may have missed the, the talk. Yeah, it makes you work for it. <laughs> very, very fair. Uh, and this book has a very book. distinct format. So tell us, like, what's the first thing you notice when you open it? Mm. Well, I had gone into it with, like, a little bit of knowledge beforehand that, like, this book is bananas bonkers. And you get to the first part where Johnny's talking about how he came across the record initially, and you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. But then you see, like, every time the word house shows up in his writing, it is printed in blue ink instead of black so that's like your first clue where you go oh maybe this isn't a normal people book (laughs) and then you get into the actual Navidson record and it's written like a very dense academic paper because within the narrative that's what it is and you look down into these very long footnotes and they're all about this is a reference to thing that does not actually exist in the real world it's a fictional paper right Mm -hmm. and as you go along there are pages where like there's a page that's nothing but sheet music and there's a page that's completely blank except for one syllable that's upside down. So because you're focusing a lot on like how they're written and things like that and the format, is there anything that you particularly felt like you had to like push yourself to finish reading or slog through? Is there anything where it felt like the format was getting in the way of you actually? Well, I think that's the point, but <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, the, that very much is the yeah. point is that you are like having to work with every page Mm -hmm. like sometimes you have to physically turn the book upside down to read Mm -hmm. the sentences because they're printed upside down and sometimes there's a page that most of it is footnotes that are references to things that don't exist in the real world so you're just left hanging like okay i'll take your word for it that this paper says xyz it must be so hard to find 
printing errors in that book. Well, and I think, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been years since I've tried this book. You know, I'll come back to it again one day, one day. <laughs> but correct me if I'm wrong. I think it is a book about a guy who found these notes that are on a fictitious documentary about a house that had some really unusual features. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. <laughs> it's Johnny. He writes the first few pages of introduction where he explains, like, I found this record that my buddy told me about it, and now I'm a crazy person. And then you get into the record, which is the part of the book that has the copious footnotes. And the record is basically an academic critique of a documentary about the titular house. So it's very meta. Were there parts that you found particularly enjoyable in this read? We've talked about the work side of it. Were there parts that you actually were like, hey, this is really cool? Honestly, like, a lot of the things that the author does to like play with what books can do is something that was interesting to me. Like there's this part way later in the book where it's letters to Johnny from his mother and you kind of see like she's slowly losing her grip on reality because of guilt over something that happened to Johnny and you can see like the letters they slowly turn into like repeating mantras over and over again and at one point the words are just falling over each other and it's honestly really cool so i have to ask while we're kind of talking about the emotional aspect of reading this book i read some reviews where people were like hey i made the mistake of reading this while my spouse was out of town and i was alone in the house and they were just completely freaked out do you find it that unnerving not really i am mostly like just fascinated by like the formatting of it but i can see how someone would be like find this really creepy what the documentary is about in the house it starts out there's this tiny little closet that should not be there it's not on the floor plan and they think nothing of it there's just one door at one end and at the other end there's a door into the children's room no big deal but every time they go in, it's a little bit bigger and it gets bigger and bigger until there's rooms within the closet and slowly it grows and morphs into this labyrinth and they can hear things inside it. And there's a hypothesis that it's just the sound of the house growing and changing. But when they take the cameras outside, you can see the house is exactly the same size on the outside. It's just this one room on the inside that's changing. And something was pointed out to me by, honestly, a YouTuber recommended it in a video. And she said something that just like blew the whole thing wide open. I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. The book is the labyrinth. That makes sense. Like every time you go in, it's bigger and bigger and bigger and you can never conquer it. But when you close it, it's the same size. So this is a very distinct read. But were there elements of it at all that reminded you of something else you'd read before? This is honestly kind of a little bit silly, but the pages where it's deliberately blank except for one syllable, like it kind of reminded me of this one part in a, I think... If I remember correctly, it was one of the Twilight books. Mm. Like, there's this part where Bella is extremely depressed and each chapter is titled with a month and it's just a blank page. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be like a metaphor for how she just feels like nothing is happening Mm -hmm. now that her boyfriend has gone away. (laughs) And... I kind of got a similar feeling with that. Like, it's deliberately playing with your, like, oh, this book is, this page is supposed to be full of words, but it is empty. The format is the message. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think 
reading this book as challenging as as it is and working your way through it do you think it is it's beneficial to you as a reader do you do you feel like you're growing in oh gosh i guess the way you like approach books like does it yeah i i think so like in some preliminary research before going in mm-hmm. i i think the word used to describe it was ergodic or something like that and basically that word means you have to put in a lot of effort to understand what you're reading and it says for something to be like this it must be non like that which means that there's not really a lot of effort put into it outside of just flicking your eyes around to comprehend what you're reading and I'm like yeah yeah most books are like built around communicating the story to you with maximum ease so mm-hmm. that you can understand what's going on. And this book is like, if you want to know what's going on, you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to concentrate too. It was yes. really hard keeping mm-hmm. track of all of the different mm-hmm. storylines. Yeah, sometimes like I'll just feel my eyes glazing over and I'm like, I have to read that whole page again. <laughs> if there was one thing you could change about the book, what would you pick? Ooh, that's a toughie. This is probably just like a personal thing and I know... It, like, is important to how the story works. Like, Johnny, the guy who finds the record, is kind of a gross dude. Yes, I remember that. And Mm. I didn't like being in his headspace. Yeah. Like, you can tell he's just not a pleasant person to be around. Like, you know, he does drugs. He hangs out in strip clubs. And he's a very angry person. The name he's chosen for himself is Johnny Truant, which says a lot about him Mm -hmm. and just i know i know it's important to uh, like how the story works that he is a very unreliable narrator and he's just not a pleasant person but sometimes i just do not (laughs) want to read what's going on in this guy's noggin yeah i agree i think that was one of my biggest barriers like with all of my attempts as much as Mm -hmm. i really liked the intellectual exercise you're right yeah you feel gross when you're in his headspace for a very prolonged period Mm -hmm. see i was so excited about attempting it again and and as soon as you reminded me i remember and then i was like yeah never mind i'm actually okay (laughs) yeah this wouldn't be the first time where i've been like this is like really good writing but i do not like the person who was talking to me like Mm -hmm. i had the same problem with 1984 like i i'm reading it and i can tell it's like important literature and it's very well written but i just hate all the characters in that book yeah that's fair no that's very fair criticism so in light of everything since this is such a unique experience for a reader who would you recommend this book to someone who is looking for something that's really dense they can sink their teeth into i would honestly if you're familiar with reading academic papers you may have more aptitude for it than most people just because the Navidson record is so dense. It is. I remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And once you finally conquer this mountain, because we know you will, we mm-hmm. believe in you, what kind of book are you going to look for after this one? Just like a children's picture book. <laughs> <laughs> Something about fluffy kitties. Yeah. Um, I did see that he had, the author had another book in our collection that is not as extreme. He still has, like, one of his notable features is distinct typography. So, mm-hmm. like, weird mm-hmm. sections where it's, like, arranged yeah. in squares and all the text yeah. in squares. Or I think one of the ones that he wrote had holes cut in it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he just mm-hmm. really goes, thinks outside the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the ones that I noticed in here is, like, there's embroidery, like, abstract embroidery printed 
on every page with the words. And I'm like, I'm curious to see what that has to do with the writing, because I don't, judging by what I've seen in this book, I don't think that would just be in there for it to look nice. Right. Yeah. You are fully up and ready for more Daniel Lewis. Once I, once I conquer this mountain, <laughs> I'll, I'm going over another mountain. <laughs> I think I'll take a break. And, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, that's pretty bold. I'm not just jump straight from House of Leaves to something else he's written. I'm probably going to take it easy for a little while. <laughs> Read something with lots of pictures. <laughs> that's <go>. fair. <laughs> All right. That's all the questions I can think of. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us with a book that is extremely memorable. So if you do give it a shot, let us know in the comments because it is a very (laughs) unique experience overall. And stay tuned next week for more fantastic book recommendations. Bye.